Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. The Premier League is back. We've got a preview of the Champions League. Is Arteta in trouble? We've got a game for myself and we've got all of our regular fun. Let's go. just embarked on a I guess a good international break for England for the most part and we're jumping to the Premier League and the Champions League so why don't we do our Champions League preview how about that should we start with that um well, thank you for the nodding everyone saw that on the on the radio Hopefully. oh yeah I forgot we're also on a podcast now as well. yeah yeah we're also on a podcast we're not going straight to YouTube thanks a lot um do you know what I don't know. Where, where should we start? Because we've got the matchups. I'll just bring them up if you want. Do you know you used to start by introducing us? Remember those days? Sure. I mean, I can do if you <laughs> like that. Uh, this is right. Danny. Danny, um, tell us what your name, your age, and uh, what your sex is, please. A- ASL. Yes, ASL. <laughs> what you like to do. Uh, uh, I was joking. All right. Well, well just because you want to talk then. Which out of the four matchups? So you've got Real Madrid, Liverpool, Man City, Dortmund, Bayern Munich, PSG, Porto, Chelsea. Which of those are you looking forward to the most? Um, slight giveaway, maybe, by if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, I am looking Luver forward Kaysen's to... Luver Cason's not in it, by the way. What's that? Luver Cason's not in it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Real Madrid beat Liverpool. That'd be nice. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to Bayern PSG I think that'll be a good game last year's final I think Bayern will win it PSG haven't looked good recently uh, Neymar will probably get sent off this is what he does these days um, this is what he does these days and uh, I'm, it's a bit of shame for Dortmund they've got a ton of injuries so I'm still I'm still excited to see Haaland against City see what he can do but they've got quite a few injuries so I don't think they're going to stand a chance you know as a, as a, as a Man United fan do does does your love for Man United trump your 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 urgency or your need or your want for an England side to win against any other team in the Champions League? So like you'd rather Real Madrid beat Liverpool in this instance? Yeah, so yeah, Liverpool, yeah, definitely. I don't like seeing Liverpool win anything. Not one thing. No. Okay. Fair enough. The only time that was the only time I didn't mind it when they, when Gerrard won the Champions League in three three against AC Milan. I was cheering for Liverpool that night because that was basically England versus Italy and that was for Gerrard and I felt like he deserved it. But outside of that, no, not really. Yeah, I'm a bit different. I like seeing English teams do well except Chelsea. For some, I don't know what it is. They're the only yeah. English team I, I don't feel that love for. City's weird because I don't really feel anything towards them. Like mm. I don't cheer them on or I don't hate them. In fact, I hardly watch City in Europe. You sound like City fans in Europe. Yeah, it's like I did, honestly. Like the one thing, if Liverpool qualify, I know I will watch that following game. Like with Man City, I'm not. I, I don't know if I watch Man City. Uh, well, I won't. I will be watching Real Madrid Liverpool. Like it's a, and and it'll be one of those. It'll be half time, and the Man City game will be three three, and Liverpool will be nil nil. But I'll still up the second half to watch the Liverpool second half. It's, yeah. I just don't really feel much for City. Chelsea, I don't really... I, I, I never find the need to support them. Liverpool, I don't really... It's weird. It's like, I want to see them qualify, but just not win it. Maybe the losing finalists is, is a good 
it's a good thing for me. I'm like, I get to see see them all the way through, and then they don't win it. So, well, yeah. do you find yourself with more or less interest in the Champions League if Arsenal's not in it? Um, I love the cha- I love the Champions League. Um, to be fair, Arsenal haven't participated in the latter stages for about the last decade anyway. So it's um, basically since two thousand and four, really. I guess uh, two thousand and seven. It was a semi, or maybe two thousand two thousand nine, maybe semi against United, where Ronaldo. It was over after the first leg. Um, I I'm I'm the opposite to these two. I hate all the all the English teams. I don't, I don't want to see any of them other than Arsenal do well. Um, purely, but, but, but then if a team like, let's say Leicester or Villa got into the Champions League, I would support them. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. That's different. Um, and, and then out of, out of all of the English teams, uh, United or Liverpool, I wouldn't mind, I don't mind seeing winning it. Um, Chelsea or Spurs, massive no-no. And then if West Ham got in, ever got in, I'd hate them as well. Like I, I loved it the other year when West, Ham, when West Ham qualified for Europe and um, they lost in the first qualifying round. Just that was brilliant. Why, why uh, Everton? Pardon? Why Everton? Did I say Everton? No. No. Oh, Everton. No, I like Everton. Oh. I, and, and I don't mind Liverpool. And I don't mind Man United. It's just the other London teams that I don't, I don't really like. Um, City, I don't like because of. Obvious reasons like oil money, plastic fan base, etc., etc. Just the environmentalists over here. Yeah, um, Chelsea. I hate. Obvious. They've. In fact, I've always said Chelsea are actually a more hateable club than Spurs. Although yeah. I hate Spurs more, Chelsea have more to dislike as a football club. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Champions League, I'll always love the Champions League. To, to be honest with you, this year, I'm less interested in the Champions League because of the whole no fans thing. I think like, I think like, I remember when Napoli qualified for the first time in about 15 years, back when they had, um, back when they had Cavani, Lovetsy and Hamzik as their front three. And um, that was a great team. They're back, they're three centre-halves uh, at an average age of about 37. Um, and I remember their their ground was full up. There was sixty thousand in their stadium at midday that day, and they just like had been in the ground, just letting off letting off flares, chanting, ripping up seats, etc. For about eight hours. So by the time kickoff came around, in their first game, I believe they played. I know they um they got knocked out in the end by Chelsea, but I can't remember who their first um first game in the group was. But anyway, the state the stadium was electric, the atmosphere was electric. So I love that about the Champions League. And I feel like without fans, we've lost a little bit of that. Mm, probably I, I'd probably be inclined to agree because there's there's like it's different when football's under under the lights as opposed to you know daytime sun. Massively. It's a whole different thing. Even when like I've been to the Emirates and we're playing against a Krasnabor or whatever they're called, you know, mm-hmm. terrible teams. Just, just even though they're not serving beer in the evening, even though they're sponsored by Heineken, I don't know why. Yeah, it's uh, made no sense. But do you think like this year we've come back to a bit of a Premier League greatness, where we've got the most teams in the Champions League with three out of the out of the what eight teams that are left? Do you think that? Do you think that we actually have a chance? Even though, well, obviously we've got a chance because they're in it. But is it? Um, it's feasible to think that we can win the champ. We English teams could win the Champions League, having the most teams in. I've, yes and no. Like yes, in the sense that that every team's got a chance. But yeah, but like, how, who who do you think is how many much better teams are there? PSG, Bayern Munich, uh, Porto, Dortmund, but, uh, only Bayern. 
Yeah, only buying a clearly head and shoulders above now. But what I will say... Not PSG, no? No. No, PSG. Go on, Mark. Yeah, England have the second and third best team. So I'd I'd say Bayern first, City second, Liverpool third, PSG fourth, and then it's a race to the bottom with the rest. Um, So, like, do they have a chance? Yes, they got the second and third best teams left in it. But You think Liverpool, like, maybe it's just because I know... I see them more than obviously the other teams. But do you think Liverpool are the third best team in the pot still? Really? Yeah. Last year they were the best team in the world, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, but they were also higher up in the Premier League table. They're, they're struggling to be in the top four. Yeah, they're still the same team, though. They're still the same oh, player. They, I, I mean, I know they've got They're not the same team because they're not winning the league. So they're, no, not the but they're still the same the players. Di- yeah. The, the difference is, is that I think they're str- struggling for motivation in the league. Like, you also have uh, two really bad centre backs. Well, they yeah. got two bad centre backs, but I, I'd argue they they were missing Jota just as much. So, like he's come back now, and now they're scoring goals again. And they've got two terrible centre backs who still kept a clean sheet. Like they're yeah, they're not Arsenal. they're not the best, but they're playing Arsenal. I mean, yeah. You can only be. It's a bit like uh, what was it? Uh, Albania and. San Marino, you can only beat what's in front of you. So it's, uh... yeah, well, it's uh, saying that there's, there's every chance an England English team can win the Europa League just as much. Arsenal are still in that. United, well, Man United and Arsenal are two favourites, aren't they? So yeah, I don't know how. I don't know who's made. I mean, I'm sure it's got a, a bit of English bias because obviously the bookies yeah. are giving markets on based yeah. in England. But say, it's probably it's probably because we bet more than a lot of other countries right yeah and a lot of other countries don't really like in France they don't really have a culture of gambling not like we do like we we have bet we bet on anything like we bet on absolutely anything whereas like the French is not so much the Germans I don't know probably I get the impression they probably love a bet as well no, but, they, uh, they're not suspicious. They only bet on the favourites. They only bet on the favourites. Yeah. No, they, oh, they don't bet. They most oh. most of the states in Germany are kind of you're not even allowed. There's, oh, really? so many, there's so many different rules that the, the gambling commission out in um, in Germany is a nightmare. Yeah. How do we feel about Madrid, by the way, guys? How do we feel really? about them? Do you, am I alone in thinking that they're going to do a typical Madrid and come and come into form in mid-April? And no, then, that's exactly what I think will happen. Yeah, that's that's what I think. I mean, I, I watched them against Atalanta and Modric, Kroos, and Casemiro um, looked as good as ever. Like yeah. genuinely, like that, those three in the middle, and then obviously with Benzema, you, you know Benzema's proved again and again how good of a striker he is. Um, it wouldn't surprise me to see Madrid. In fact, I know we probably haven't got odds to hand. If they were anything more than eight to one, I'm going to go and probably stick a tenner on them. Um, the only problem is Ramos is out. Uh, Ramos is out for about four or five weeks, I think they said. So, so be back for the final potentially. Yeah. Depending on how they've done the scheduling this year. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I, I I think that writing them off at your peril. I know they're not as good as previous years, but a lot of these teams, Bayern Munich do it every year. Everyone says, oh, they're falling apart. And then come March, April, they're top of their own league by nine points and they're smashing everyone in the Champions League. So, yeah. Well, I think I think at this point, it's, it's, it is literally like any team can win it, even though Bayern Munich is the strongest. I, I thought it was interesting where Porto and Chelsea got matched up because I would have thought those two, maybe Dortmund and just in terms of their form, are the, the weakest teams at the moment. So it's really kind of put some teams together where it's competitive at this at this point at this yeah. point I think I think on, on both sides even Bayern Munich like PSG could come out I, um, I don't know but, um, you can get Real Madrid at 10 to 1 to win the Champions League right now I mean that's got to be worth a tenner isn't it 
That is not bad, actually. Considering it's Real Madrid, it's what they do. They don't do a draw the next round, do they? Yeah, they draw in the next round, though, will they? Uh, no. No, maybe. Yeah, 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 they, yeah have. they have. Yeah, yeah they, they have. have. They'll, they'll play City or Dortmund, though. Yeah, oh, no, they'll yeah. play... There's definitely... Oh, well, there are two English teams obviously going to play each other if they go through. Uh, yeah, because City-Bayern would be the net, would be the semi, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think. I need to check that. I think that's right. I'm going to do that. Write it um, down, guys. The Premier League is back this weekend, which was good for... Some, not for all. Uh, we won't go for all, but I know Rory's got much interest in this. We, we have, as Arsenal fans, we've been arguing a bit back and forth for, on Arteta and whether he should be there or not. What I actually want to ask and see if we can sort of form a conversation around it is what, if you can remember um, when Arteta got hired or even your own force, what were like, what were Arteta's expectations before the season? And then like, how is he missing it or is he meeting those expectations? Because me personally, I'm not as vehement as Rory is in terms of he should just be out. I don't really like the, the carousel. I don't like just getting rid of managers as soon as they're doing poorly. But except for exceptional circumstances when they're being exceptionally bad, I don't know if Arteta's right there, but I don't know. Like, uh, Also, I don't know if he's matching expectations, so I've just answered my own question poorly. I would caveat that by saying that like that being 10th, joint 11th in April, considering the players that is disposable, is exceptionally bad. I'd say he's doing... Well, what were the expectations beforehand then? The same as every year, top four and try and win a cup. You, for you me. Thought, and, you thought that when Arteta came in after Emmy's reign, yeah. Arsenal were top four bust. Yeah. Yes, that's what he's got to be all the time. For a club the size of Arsenal... Um, and it's, it's just, it's very different this year. I'm acknowledging that it's extremely different this year. You know, we have no fans in the stadium. Um, teams haven't been able to buy well. Um, teams haven't been able to explore how they'd usually explore in the market. Well. Pardon? You think, I think you think all well. Yeah, I mean, Gabriel and uh, Thomas Party. Yeah. So he had exactly the same squad as Emery had. Plus he added a bit of midfield still and a centre-back. So got Odegaard. He's got Odegaard as well. And he's got Odegaard in as well. Um, was Tierney? No, Tierney was Tierney was there already. Was but like... I, I, I think it's got to be every year. For when you're talking about, and I don't mean to sound arrogant, but when you're talking about the big clubs in this country, you have a so-called big six. I think it's debatable whether Tottenham would be in there because they, they don't win anything. Um, but the big six, it should be top four every year. And then for clubs like Leicester, Aston Villa, Everton. West Ham, Newcastle, the next tier down clubs, they should all be saying, if someone in that top top six slips up, we're going to get in there. So for a club like Newcastle, for example, if they're finishing the bottom half, that's not good enough for a club of that size. Obviously, if you're Bournemouth or Brighton or Southampton, then that's slightly different. The expectations are lower. But for the big clubs, you know, the clubs that have been in the Premier League for 20 out of the 22 or, in fact, is it is it 20 years yet that the Premier League's been going? Oh, longer for, than that. For teams that have been um, there for like, for teams that have been there for like, oh, sorry, 30, sorry. For teams that have been there for 25 years plus of the 30 odd years that Premier League's been going, it's not acceptable for a club of that size to be, you know, to be to be where they are. And and having players like, you know, Lacazette, he's never scored 15 goals in the Premier League and we paid 50 million for him. Aubameyang, rocking up with a different haircut every week and then not doing the business on the pitch. Like, Thomas Party, international. Kieran Tierney, international. Um, 
Hector Bellerin, so-called Spanish international in the greatest era of Spanish football ever. Um, Aubameyang, international captain. Odegaard, international. Like, you can't convince me that that's not a good squad. You know, we're no, talking about I mean, a squad of internationals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's where... The, the thing is, like, and, and there's probably in a, more in agreement with you, Rory, it's, it's very telling that on the, on the, the game on the weekend... The game changed once uh, Tierney went off. Obviously, we probably weren't looking like we were going to win the game. But as soon as he went off, Arsenal aren't the same team. And to have him as your best player or the person that's going to be the game changer with him being on and off is pretty telling, pretty that's damning. Right. Should that's... you be relying on your left back? Like, like I, I, I agree. I love Tierney. I think Tierney's a phenomenal player. But should you be relying on a left back? for the whole balance of your entire team to go, well, the left back went off. I mean, it looks like he's going to be out for a while now. So what is that? We're we just going to accept not winning another game for five weeks until Tierney gets fit. For me, it's just, it's, he, they're overcoached. They're micromanaged. Um, there's no fluidity. There's no, um, there's no kind of expression. You know, it's just, it's just turgid. It's the only way I can describe it. Just awful. I really am fed up with it. Just turning into Arsenal fan TV. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, I think your point on the internationals is why I think Arteta's in trouble. I think you give him to the end of the season and then you say goodbye because the basic job of a manager is to try to get the team to perform at its best and a good manager somehow squeezes more out of that team and if you looked at the teams and said okay look at Everton I think Ancelotti is doing about as good a job as he could with those players I look at like Solskjaer and I'm like could Solskjaer be doing much better with that team I, I think they're we're doing about as well as we could I look at Man City they're doing as well as they could I look at Liverpool and I think no but they've had three years in a row of getting more than probably that team's good at and then I look at Arsenal and I'm like every player's an international and yeah. they're, they're just not good yeah. just... there's like two exceptions I think other than Lacazette and Holding I think there was um, I think there was literally nine nine internationals on the pitch and like I do think that the game changed when Tierney went off is a bit misleading I think Liverpool were just missing chances like it, you, when you re-watch it and you hear the commentary as soon as Liverpool scored their first goal and then the second, it's like, oh, this is what should have happened in the first half. It was just, it's Liverpool were just, as Liverpool do, they were wasteful. So it was like, it coincides, Artini went off, but it was like, actually, Liverpool just got clinical in the, se- in the second half. And we know what it's like, the first goal is always the hardest. Once you, once you score one, it's like floodgates, isn't it? So, uh, well, with Arsenal, it definitely is, because they just capitulate. As soon as, even before that first goal, it was like, yeah, game over. It was so bad. It was it was bad game management in the second half because we we even joked at half time. Remember they showed that stat at half time that the the entire Arsenal team's average position was in their own half. Yeah. And they showed they showed the um, they compared the stats with another game when Arsenal managed to get a nil nil out of it. And you go well if Arsenal got to the end of that game and got a nil nil, you'd probably go well you know they've got a nil nil out of Liverpool. It's not the end of the world. Um, but in the second half, Arteta went for it a bit more. Tierney did come off, which didn't help, but they changed the formation a little bit. Their average position was way higher up the pitch. And sure enough, they got picked off by a better team, which is going to happen. So it's kind of one of the reasons why you play like that half-court press against Liverpool is because 
they're not going to break you down as easily as if you leave space behind for Salah and Jota when he comes on or whoever else. Uh, but the thing um, you said earlier, Rory, about the top clubs is I always wondered, like, do the top clubs have a divine right to be a top club? Just because you've been a top club 10 years ago and you were a top four, top six, does that really mean that you should still be now if you're mismanaged or haven't got as good a squad? No. There's a really good tweet on the, I think it was the Gunners blog, and they said, I got up here and they said, when you play well one week and then badly the next, you're good at certain things and they're not on others. When your best players have real weaknesses and off days, you're a mid-table team. Yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> true. And that, that and, is absolutely true. And, and I, I'd agree with you. Not only would I agree with you, I would go further. Not only are Arsenal an average team in that league, they're also extremely poorly managed. The scouting is wrong. The, the setup is wrong. The lack of accountability is wrong. The fact that the players are constantly on TikTok and Snapchat and Christ knows what else is wrong. Book face. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're doing videos in in of each other in the changing room and in the dressing room, like like yeah, but all, all of the, all of them do that these days. I mean, I mean, yeah, Arsenal yeah. seem to be worse for it, but like look at Lingard, look at all of them. Yeah, yeah but Lingard now he's sort of at West Ham, he ain't at Man United. But Lingard's at West Ham now, and, and he's, 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 just, again. he's just scored while we were talking about this. To be fair to Rory, he's not saying that Arsenal have a right to, but that's yeah. the expectation of a big club. Yeah, that's and what I was going to go on to say. If we're not doing that, if we're not finishing top four, I'm, and I'm, I'm a strong believer. For example, the year Leicester won the league, that was an own goal by Arsenal and all of the other big clubs who didn't step up. And Leicester were more than worthy champions that year. My issue is, is that when you are a club of that size, you can't accept that. You can. It's more than likely that it could happen every now and again, but when it does happen, you have to act quickly to put it right. And it's something United haven't done in the last 10 years and only just seem to be getting back in now. And it's something that Arsenal have never done. There's no accountability and there's no, hang on, how do we stop this happening again? I mean, could you imagine if Juventus, and I'm not for a second saying Juventus or, or the Arsenal were as big a club as Juventus, but can you imagine if Juventus or Barcelona or even Atletico Madrid finished ninth? There'd, there'd be serious surgery in the summer to put it right and to fix it. Whereas we just get people shrugging their shoulders and saying, oh, well, actually, what more can he do with these players? Do you know what Do you know what I think gets underappreciated sometimes? And probably, I think we're aware of it, but we don't talk about it. Is that like, fair enough, we could talk about the players and we could talk about the manager, but this is a thing that Arsenal have been associated with in terms of being bad for a long, long time before Arteta, before uh, Unai Emery. And, and what was probably halfway of, half of, Arsene Wenger's tenure, the club as a whole just don't seem to have a lot of stomach. Like they, 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 they seem to have a culture that transcends um, uh, uh, to- terms of managers and, and players and that sort of stuff. And, you know, we can't really talk about that because we don't know what's inside. But Man United seems to have made a turnaround from when they went, obviously had a dip after, after um, Alex Ferguson left. Chelsea tend to bounce up and down a bit. I don't know if that's more money. I think they probably have an internal structure that seems to be different. You look at Man City. When Man City came uh, with all their money, they also made a concerted effort to change the culture internally for the club. But Arsenal tend not to address that. And I, I don't have the answer. I don't know why, but I wonder why that... Is it, is it that they don't invest in the right people? Is it... Yeah, like, it's, they don't do... They don't do due, just, due diligence on players. They How many people... They not just players, people. Rory. Hold on. Not just players. You're talking about, like, executives. Yeah. Scouts. Yeah. and execs. Like, you... I feel like their dinner lady is going to be wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like everyone. 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 They've probably got, I mean, look at their injuries throughout the years because they only use one specific physiotherapy, physiotherapist. Like, 
Everything's wrong about that club. They had a video analysis room there, apparently, that Wenger didn't use for his last four years. He was like, well, if we play our game, no one can beat us, which is why they always failed in Europe. I'm uh, like, like, and now you've got Arteta. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. Arteta is overcoaching everything. Like, you do your work coaching-wise on the training ground. You don't need, you don't need to be screaming instructions every ten seconds like he does. I'm just, it's just really, really frustrating. I'm really fed up. I just do not. Do not enjoy watching Arsenal anymore for the for the first time ever. Pretty, I, I just it's it's actually making my my love of football disappear a little bit. It's so frustrating. Apparently, mm. you wore an Arsenal top to say that. Yeah, well, he wants to take it off and burn it in the clip. I no, I, I I just I just think it's so. I just feel like the cup the club needs a shake up from top to bottom. Like it just really needs it really needs some a, a, an injection of fresh air. Well, that's what that's what's troubling for me because I, you know, we could talk about Ateta as the manager, and I'm, I might be a bit too generous in saying that he's not doing the worst job ever. But for me, you could put him in, you could put any other manager in, and look look at Unai Emery and how well he's doing since he's left. There, there just seems to be something internally with Arsenal that it doesn't matter which manager you get, unless uh, like, it just it's just going to end up being wrong. But hopefully, at some point, I'll be wrong about that, and and we'll get corrected. Um, I know. Yeah. I, I don't even um, know how you go about fixing it. I'm glad it's not me that has to do it. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Well, you said earlier that like Newcastle being in the top half of the, not being in the top half of a club of their size is, is a travesty. They're, they're on the brink of, of relegation. Yeah, exactly. Because because they've they've fallen into a culture where mediocrity is accepted. They're accept, they're now a yo-yo club. When we were growing up, Newcastle were like a top team. Newcastle used to get, well, they still do. They get 52,000 through there every day to watch absolute rubbish football because it's accepted and because Mike Ashley has, has never wanted to sell up like and it's the same Arsenal Arsenal could be the next Newcastle look at Villa Villa are massive you go to Birmingham every second person's a Villa fan but they still went down I'm not saying Arsenal are going to go down anytime soon but I'm it's a similar anyway. it's a similar story like of things lack, have happened. lack of accountability disinterested owner passive fan base before you know it you, all it takes is one bad season that would be funny, wouldn't it? Oh, hilarious. That's uh, funny as war and famine. <laughs> I don't know if it would be hilarious, but... Um, Arsenal would tear up the championship, though. They probably wouldn't, the way they're playing. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. <laughs> You'd get absolutely schooled. The one thing they can't do the ball, play... the derby. Yeah, you can't, you can't play against six-foot-five strikers. Yeah, exactly. Be like it'd be like Sheffield United all over the shop and Arsenal yeah. would handle that. Oh, it's so depressing. They'll go down and then see Troy Deeney and be like, oh, what have we done? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Like, I think over the next few pods, uh, I'm going to start talking about some of the some of the um, races at the end of the season because what we've got like seven, eight games left. I think the battle for top four is pretty tight. But just for this one, just bringing up Newcastle and relegation, I think we can safely say that Sheffield United and West Brom are probably going to get relegated. Yeah, agreed. No, I think only Sheffield United are gone. And, and West Brom's still in it. Well, fair enough. Who out of out of the teams that are in the bottom that you think are going to get relegated? I'm I'm looking probably at Burnley, 15 downward, Brighton, Newcastle, Fulham, West Brom. One, who do you think deserves to go down? And two, who do you actually would rather see go down? And 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 who would you want to stay in? Uh, I mean, right, I'll I'll start. Then. Right. Um, well, I kind of it's annoying because I do like Fulham. But I think I mentioned last year on the pod when they won the uh, 
uh, playoff final. You just have to friend. say you like uh, Fulham. Part of your work. Yeah, but I, but I do see them. They're they're in a nice part of London. Their yeah. stadium's quite nice. Um, but when they won the championship playoff final against Brentwood, and I was like, Brentwood, uh, Brentford, Brentford, sorry. Brentford play good football. They were the best, probably one of the best teams in the championship, but had the, what a nosebleed towards the end of the season. And then whoever finishes third never wins the playoff. And it's like, as soon as Fulham won, I was like, oh, they're going down. And it's mm-hmm. like, I, ju- I just knew they were going down. And every time they were drawing and Danny was saying, that's another game they haven't lost. I was like, but they're just going down. There's no, I knew it from the moment they beat, beat Brentford that they would go down. And it's like, I'm just not inspired by them. At least West Brom tried the big Sam tactic. I just think it's too much. It's too little, too late. Like you're talking. I mean, they're eight to... points. I think that's really harsh on um, Scott Parker. Actually, I think considering they were ten points off safety, what uh, about five to six weeks ago, whatever it was, and if they had not lost yesterday, they could have got out of the relegation zone. Right? They're just three points behind Newcastle. What? I mean, it's a bit they're, harsh they're... for them. They're, they're really fighting back. They were 10 points off when Scott Parker was in charge. Is he, he, he's been in charge the whole time. It's, yeah, no, no, but, that's, but give him credit. He's turned it around. Like they could have given up at that point. They haven't. Turn around uh, a bit, bit of a statement. I think they stay up. They're within, they're within three points of safety. At this point, yeah. Newcastle look like they're more likely to have less fight and let, you know, give less shit than Fulham, who look like they're actually fighting for their lives at least. The interesting thing is that Newcastle and Fulham play in the last day of the season. So that, yeah, that could be really interesting. That could be the one to watch for that game. Could like, we have fans back by then? Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah. That'd be quality. They're trying to rearrange all the last games of the season so that fan, as to, for a date so that all the fans can make can make it. Nice. That'd be amazing. Um, would you think Brighton are starting to slide down then? Do you think Brighton is more at risk or do you think they might have I think they're at risk because their fixtures they've got uh, from their fixtures remaining I remember looking they got Chelsea Sheffield United yeah. Leeds Wolves West Ham Man yeah. City and Arsenal so they're, they're going to win they'll beat Sheffield United which is three points which I think puts them safe six points that'll put them on 35 that'll put them on 35 and I think they're safe with that that's why they're safe I think they'll they'll look like they're they're in trouble because they'll be losing but I think they'll get enough points to be safe. It's funny, funny enough, Wolves are, on thir- Wolves are only on 35. I'm shocked by that. Well, I'm not. Since Timberland's got injuries, I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're basically not won a game. Other than against Arsenal. Well, yeah. 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 Surprise, surprise. Isn't it? Um, I think New- Newcastle's one looked pretty tough because they got West Ham, Liverpool, Arsenal, uh, Leicester, Man City, and then Sheffield United and Fulham. So the only saving grace is you've got City who will have already won the league by then. You're Sheffield United who will be relegated by then. Um, who have you got? The last day of the season is in their hands because they're playing Fulham. There's yeah. three games potentially where because you know it makes a difference when teams aren't playing for anything. Regardless, for sure, of yeah, yeah. Well, like even Arsenal. I mean, they could probably be. I'm not making any excuses. Like Arsenal could probably lose against them on any given day. But you know, most of the, uh, most of those teams are in a cup uh, in a cup at the moment. So you know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I just don't I, think Newcastle care enough, to be honest. Like, Steve Bruce is is probably the most out-of-favour manager out of any of the 20 managers in the league at the minute. Um, the players never really care. So it's the same, it's same old, same old. Like, I know this is turning into a, a Newcastle pod, but 
it's the same old with Newcastle. Be better like, than Arsenal yeah. and Man United, which we yeah, win. it's just Newcastle's players never look like they give a shit. Did you watch the game? Yeah, yesterday? because yeah, they seem to win every other. Yeah, because the game yesterday was the two favourites to be sacked. Uh, oh really? Bruce v Mourinho, and it was like they need a win. You're like two two draw. Two like, two draw, yeah. Did any of you actually watch the Newcastle? Well, first game? I, I did. I was yeah. Say, like, well, if you say they go out and they don't care, yesterday I, mean, I don't know if it was because they were up against Spurs, but they definitely looked up for it. They were the better team. But they should have won that game. They were the better team. They were just they were poor finishing. Uh, I thought they were the better team. Uh, yeah, but got, as you say, they don't care. They got they, Joe Linton. He, he, he scored his, yeah, what's his I mean, second goal of the season. You, yeah, that, you know, that's the problem. They got, well, you, Willow, when you, when you look at relegation, right. when you look at relegations, always, every year, it comes back to, reminds me of the Andy Johnson at Palace 20 goals a season type thing. You look at who's got strikers, who's going to score goals. You know, who, who has goals on this side? Because they're all going to concede. So who's yeah. going to score enough goals well, to Remember a couple of seasons with Piku and, um, or Puki? Yeah. For, for Norwich and Pookie for Norwich, but yeah, we said Pookie like, didn't you know, score they, they, after they, they, October. But they, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was the problem. I said, I remember saying, if he can score like over like ten or fifteen goals, they'll stay up because you just, that's all you need is a striker yeah. that can put away. And, and that, that's the problem with Newcastle. They haven't got enough players really that can put the ball in the back of the net. Fulham, if Mitrovic can start firing, maybe they've got this out of chance, but they also struggle. Just um, yeah. And then you've got West Brom, whose top goal scorer is Pereira, who, you know, uh, he's a good player, Pereira. He's got like nine goals for them now, um, but they, they haven't got any striker that's going to put the ball in the net. Brighton, you, I mean, they're getting goals out of like Trossard and a few others, but again, Morpé's, he's just not scoring goals. And then you move up and you go to Burnley, and go, well, they, they'll get enough goals because they've got Chris Wood and whoever else. And that's when you land on Wolves and you're like, well, actually, no wonder Wolves keep uh, falling and dropping because they've got no goal scorer. Am I, and, am I dumb? But like, I always thought it was weird that Brighton doesn't play um, Connolly enough because I think he's quite good for, for that level. And whenever he comes on, he looks he seems to be quite busy and he gets a few goals. I don't know if he's like an arsehole training or something, but I, 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 figured, I, I don't understand Mopé at all. I just if Brighton went out uh, and like Brighton, uh, they're so good at um, finding like really cheap European like de- decent Brighton level players. I don't understand why they can't just go out and get a next level up striker. What do and you mean by brilliant like it's just a terrible finisher. Brighton, you look at XG, Brighton at second in the league. Brighton should have more goals than every, anyone. They create so many chances. They are so creative. Gross so strange because, because Brighton was so prolific. Uh, Malpai was so prolific with Brentford. Yeah, he was. And, but, and it's just really strange. Speaking yeah, well, of so Greece. So was, what's his name? He's at West Ham now. Ben Rama. Uh, ben Rama, he can't even get a game and he scored 25 yeah, goals. I mean, when you think that, uh, when you're talking about good scouting networks, I know it's, Shifting a little bit, but Brent uh, Brentford have had Ollie Watkins. They've now got even Tony. They've got they've had uh, Ben Rama. They've had Neil Malpai, and they pick these players up for like four hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, and sell so, them three years later I mean, for five mil. Like just an, I mean, he's pretty much paid for their new stadium. That's what that's how important a good tra- a good um, scouting network is. You listen, listening Arsenal. That's how you do it. Be more like Brentford. No, it's true. It's true. Like, if Arsenal could go out and, and actually just not buy players from Lille and loan players from Real Madrid, which is what they seem to do at the minute, there's tons of good players in Europe. And Arsenal should have one of the best scouting networks in the world. Yeah, but they should. I think they're that, really far behind with that. Yeah, but, and I think it's a Wenger thing. Part of it, as you said, like Wenger was a, I don't need to use technology, I don't need to... Like, yeah. I, I genuinely think they are behind because yeah. of that. I mean, there's so many, there's so many good young players around Europe. 
me and Danny bought a lot of them on Football Index. <laughs> and well, I'm and, living out of a shed right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but why, why, why are we never linked to them? Why, why, why does it have to take them to go to a, a, a big club for then us to spend loads of money on them off another big club? Yeah, like Basuma. There'll be another one you'll be buying soon. Basuma, yeah, Buendia, another one. Yeah. Results League. Um, yeah. So last week, Danny, or two weeks ago, I should say, rather, um, Danny picked Crystal Palace to beat Everton. Unfortunately, that was a 1-1 draw today. Uh, I went for Leicester to beat Man City. I thought they had a better chance in as they um, sort of smashed them last time, but I was... Evidently pretty wrong. I said Leicester 3, Man City 2. Um, I don't know. I thought Leicester probably could have got a little bit more out of that game, but there you go. They lost, what was it, 2-0? Yep. Yep. Very good. That's the title race over, is it? Yeah. Well, you got the number of Man City goals correct. So you did <laughs> half half the selection. Do I mark. get half a point? <laughs> yeah. uh, Mark picked Liverpool to beat Arsenal 2-0. That was somewhat correct. And uh, we won't go over the Arsenal stuff again. But, uh, yeah, not great, not great. I, do you know what, beforehand, no, I won't even say it, I'm joking. Um, I don't know how we could get Rory involved. I, I might I might chuck you one of my picks one week, just so you can get involved. You're not, oh, you're no, not I'm involved. terrible at predicting. You haven't seen my Bet365 net deposits. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm good at talking about football. I'm terrible at predicting results. Yeah, there you go. So, um, do you want to go first, Dan? Oh, no, Mark, you've already written yours down. You've gone for Brighton to beat Everton at home. Uh, rare home yeah. mark. and it and there's an element of needing to pick Brighton to win and needing to pick Everton to lose, so that did play its part. Um, you think that played the whole part? <laughs> but I also <laughs> think I also think Brighton are at the point now. We said I think they'll beat Sheffield United. I think they're one win away from safety, so I'm hoping that means they're a bit more motivated. And Brighton seem to heroically lose a lot of games, so. You always think, are oh, they going to go into the next game thinking, okay, we ju- we shouldn't have lost. Let's, let's Do you know what? That's the thing with Brighton. Every game I've ever watched to Brighton, I've thought they shouldn't have lost that game. And they lose so many games a season. And it's because they're goal goals. It's like everyone I beat at FIFA always feels like they had a chance. That's because <laughs> you can see so many chances. <laughs> yes. But, I know. Yeah, it's so- always a surprise when you look at Brighton, you're like, oh, they're two points off relegation. That's, that's a shame. Maybe it's because they were like they were just talking on the weekend. Oh, Dunk, what a stalwart! He's been there right since they've been brought up, and he's missed three games. Well, maybe he's just a bad centre back. Like, why don't you just get someone else? I don't know. Uh, Dunk, Dunk's great. Uh, he, he also yeah. has a great free kick. For, for yeah, a, you can't. Player. You don't play two hundred odd games in the Premier League if you're a shit player. Like, yeah. fair play. I, I, I'm a big fan of longevity. Like Mark, no. How long did Carl Jenkinson play in the Premier League? Yeah, but, he did, but he didn't hey. start, did he? Yeah, I know. Hey. That was guaranteed a nibble, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, to start every week in the Premier League. Like, look at Mark Noble. Bramble. Bramble, Bramble, again, lasted three or four years and then he was bombed out. I think Bramble is one of those underrated defenders. Yeah, he wasn't He he was like spectacular mistakes. So it'd be like, he'd actually be good for like 10 games and then he's 11th, he'll do something awful that was like, okay, everyone saw this. So he was actually a slightly better defender than he normally gets credit for. Oh yeah, I agree with that. But Danny, yeah, no, I, w- I wouldn't go Brighton's defence being bad. Like, you just look, it, we just said about their attack being terrible. Brighton have conceded 38, which is actually the same amount as Everton, which is only a little bit more than like some of the big teams. So, 
Yeah, but they've, only, they've scored the same amount of goals as Newcastle, haven't they? Or yeah, so I wouldn't be looking at Brighton centre-backs as the issue. So. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's all that they just can't... They, uh, they should have got Ollie Watkins or one of them over at Villa. They should have gone all out for that kind of a player and they'd be, they'd be mid-table. Anyway, um, I'm going to go for... Uh, this is partly because my last team I've got picked to lose is Spurs and I don't have to worry about it. Also because I am going to love it. Love it. <laughs> it's all Man United beat Mourinho Spurs. So I'm going to go for Man United to win at White Hart Lane. Um, and I'm going to go for a contentious 2-1 Mourinho to get sent off. Mourinho to get sent off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like there should be extra points for that. Yeah. Do you really think Mourinho cares that much to get sent off anymore? That's what I was yeah. just about I to feel, say. I feel like... He, 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 does it, he, does it for, yeah. Yeah, he does it for show. He'll do it because his team will played so badly, been completely outplayed. They'll be 2-0 down until the 85th minute. Spurs will score and then it'll be like five minutes of rushing, like, like the, four or five chances they're going to miss. He'll, he'll cause a scene so that his players don't get shit. Uh, that's my prediction of what's going to happen. You ready for my game? Uh, what was your guess? What was your prediction? Oh, then I'll give it. I went for um, Arsenal to beat Sheffield United away, um, and I've gone for two nil. Um, oh. I know, I know, I don't, I risky, just, risky result. I'm just yeah. setting myself up for for being upset. It's ridiculous. So dumb. Have I, have I won yet? Can you catch me? How many points ahead am I? I don't know. I've just closed it. You're 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 like a million points ahead. You're your your points. You're so far ahead. It looks like the Champions League draft. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll go for yeah my game ready ready yeah yeah yeah. right do you know what I've, I absolutely totally forgot to ask you this guys um, you need a pen and paper or just use your phones if that's alright yeah I've got a pen and paper or just and you're going to need a, a little bit of honesty here because you're all answering at the same time yeah we've got a good honour system but do we have to show our, show our answers with a notepad yeah you could show your answers if, if but I'm using a, an Amazon box because <laughs> I, I don't want to break my girlfriend's printer by trying to get paper out of it. It looks quite fancy. So, yeah. You're, 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 you're someone that's in charge of aeroplane parts and you don't even want to deal with getting paper out of printer. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if I break an aeroplane part, my missus won't leave me. Whereas if I break this printer, you, know you never what? know. You will if you go to prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true, actually. Although she's from Florida, she's probably dating people. <laughs> she's wide or die. Yeah. Florida man crashes plane. Florida man causes his plane to crash, yeah. All because, right. because he can't afford Let's get competitive here. Right, yeah. yeah. Not fun and games, serious business now. <laughs> All right, Chris, what's the game? The game is footballers' nicknames. What? All right. So th- don't worry, it's not too hard. I've got a list of um, footballers that you will know, past and present. Uh, no future footballers of their nicknames <laughs> that they go by. How um, many? How many questions are there? I want a number of. There's um there's ten at the moment. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, I've got eleven. So hopefully it's a quick game. I doubt it. Um, so I'm going to name the player, and I just want you to give their their commonly known nickname or not so commonly known but it's the one that's associated with them so you're all going to answer at the same um at the same time yeah write it down write it down and then you'll either show the screen or let us know for the listeners right so let's go for the first one what is cesar aspilicueta's nickname 
We got that. Chelsea yeah. fullback Cesar Azpilicueta. Are we all ready? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got that, Rory? You well, yeah. I've got a guess. Go on then. Is it Asby? No. no. Come on, it's Dave. Uh, oh, Dave, right? I didn't know that now. Now that you said Don't that. show, look. Yeah, it doesn't show. <laughs> yeah, look. Check my answer. <laughs> there you go. Can you see it's a magic that? trick. It's a magic I'm, trick. I'm honest. Dave. I got that wrong. I know yes, you got it wrong. Well, I know you got it wrong. Well, I'm you, just you, being you honest. said the wrong answer. It's like, it's like countdown when they're like, do you just quickly show it? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. worked I, out that I worked out that way too. I was six. <laughs> <laughs> How did you not get that? Deary me. All right. So that's one to Dan, one to Mark, one to Ori. None, uh, none, none to me. None to Ori, excuse me. The second one, uh, Chris Smallin. What's Chris Smalling's nickname? Former Manchester United player. Who did he play right. for now? Roma. 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 There we go. Still in the Europa League. Oh, man. Oh, of course. I know. Oh, we have a Roma. Uh, a Roma you should have called it, Annette. Just call it quick. Uh, <laughs> it just came to me. Rory, have you got it? No, I've got not got a clue. You ain't. You yeah. ain't got nothing. Not even hazard a guess. No. Nah. Uh, all right, Mark, who uh, is it? It's Mike. It's Mike, yeah. It's Mike. What? <laughs> Louis, Louis Van Gaal called him Mike in a press conference one. Yeah. Oh. It was like Mike Mike Smallin's been. <laughs> that was when they was on tour in America, right? Wasn't it like a preseason? Yeah, he called him Mike Smalling and that was it. He was called Mike forever. That was when Smallin and, and Jones were quite good, though. Like, it was never the same once he went back to Chris. Yeah. Uh, that took me a minute. But I got that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it gave you time to think. All right, go on, Rory. I think you've got a chance with this one, right? Um, what is David Silver's nickname? Former no. Manchester City legend. No, I knew that even before I looked it up. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Silver, David Silver. Dance. I don't know. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, is it? Oh, I've got to figure out it is. Thanks I have a feeling I know what it is, but I, I th- had a feeling. It's something stupid. Like, it ain't his real nickname. It's just something he's known as, I think. So, you ready? We've got a couple seconds, Mark. Five. No, I'm just, I'm just going to guess some generic names. Yeah, I'm, 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 do, I'm doing it based on a song. I'm based on a song about him. It's what I've gone for. All right, who have you gone for then? I, I went for Merlin because he's got a song about being magic. Rory? I went for something like the wizard or something, something like yeah, that. Yeah, or maybe it's wizard. Yeah, no, well, I that. went magician. So. We're all on the same wavelength, right? Uh, I'm, I'm just wondering whether to give it to Rory because it is Merlin El, or El Mago, the magician. No, well, you look, can't give it to me. I said that. Merlin. Yeah, you said Merlin and Mark said the magician, which is basically... Yeah, no, you can't give it to me for that. I've got zero. Fair enough, fair enough. But also, Canales is called El Mago as well and someone else in South That's America. That's why I was... I'm Fabregas. And Fabregas was called El Mago as well. Like, you can't just call every playmaker in Spain El Mago. Well, you know. I didn't, I didn't do that. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking generically to all... Right, yeah. next, I, I was, that's why I was I was like, oh, this is a generic nickname. They give all little playmakers. Next. Yeah. Who is uh, Fabregas's nickname? No, I'm joking. Givanildo oh. uh, <laughs> um, Vieira de Sousa. What's his nickname? Excuse me? 
It's going to be a Brazilian player. Divaldo Vieira de Sousa. What's his nickname? Or her, but probably it is. So it could be anyone. I'm confused at this question. So it's going to be a Brazilian who's who's commonly known by something else. Yeah. But, you know, like the way like... Well, Brazilians always have their nicknames on the back of their shirt. They never yeah, have their real yeah. name. So that's, that's what we're, we're getting at here. There was a number of players I could have picked for this, and I went for this one because I feel is like... Is the only Brazilian? Huh? Is this the only Brazilian, in it? This is the only Brazilian, yeah. But I would have thought, like, you would have got, like, one Aldinho's one or... Or, um, or Pele or Acker, something like that. LA, yeah. Can you repeat the name again? Giovanildo Givanildo Vieira de Sousa. Right, okay, cool. I've got it. I think, uh, well, I say I've, I've got it. I know who I'm Mark, guessing. You good? Uh, I'm guessing one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've guessed. I've uh, guessed. Rory, go on then. Is it Hulk? Mark? Oh, oh, I, went, I went Neymar. Great shout. Oh, I, went, I went Rivaldo, but I think your Hulk is a great shout. It's a great shout because it's correct. Boom! Ah. Yeah. Love that. Do you know what? I think some people think he's got that nickname because of his size. But he actually got it from his grandfather when he was a kid because he liked comic books. So he'd shout it while he was playing games. And oh. then it just stuck. Hulk. Yeah, very yeah, good. That's that's good knowledge, Rory. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's not, I used the process of elimination. I didn't think it would be someone like, most of them have a name that's related to their name somehow. Yeah. But then yeah. I thought, let me think of something. Like, it was a toss like up. Fred between is Fred and, and, Rico and, and yeah. 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 I didn't actually know Neymar. Neymar's. If if Neymar was even a no, nickname, I think Neymar's his name. I think Neymar's his real name. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, I think it's his real name, but if it's not, I don't know his name. That's why I went for it. Um, right, Fernando Jose Torres Sanz. What's his nickname? Fernando Torres. I got that. Oh, oh, what's his um, nickname? Um, don't say out loud. Oh, fucking hell! Easy. Former. Former Liverpool player, former Atletico Madrid. Oh no! Current steroid user. <laughs> hey, he's massive now, isn't he? He's not running. That's why mm. footballers get massive when they stop because they they carry on like working out around the gym, but they stop running around. So, all so naive, so young, so naive. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is what happens when people lift weights. No worry. I used to lift weights once upon a time. Did we all get that one? Uh, did, oh, have you written it down yet? Go on yeah. then, um, Mark. El Nino. Yeah, correct. Yeah. All got it, yeah? Yeah, yeah correct. Easy one, easy one. El Nino, also given by his grandfather. Have you lot got four out of five, by the way? Uh, no, yes. I got four. One, two, three, four. No, they got four out of five. Dan's got I've four got, out of five. Mark's got four out of five. Well, I've we, got two. Got two. Oh, did you yeah. give me the magician then? Yeah, because yeah. it's the magician oh. and Merlin, both of them. Oh, but, yeah. I, I think in in uh, I always known that as the magician, but yeah, Marlon the players gave it to him. Um, Julian Lescott is taking credit for giving it to him, but well, uh, so, yeah. well, he definitely called him the magician. Then he didn't call him whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. Merlin is Merlin is the wizard, like the that's yeah. why King Arthur. Yeah, why right. also does um, very good stickers. He <laughs> <laughs> got your sticker well. book. Yeah, my mum's boyfriend tried to give me a sticker book today and he, he folded it in half and put it in his pocket. I was like, I can't take that. No selling <laughs> value. No selling value. <laughs> he folded it in half. 
Yeah, no, he's like, he put it in his pocket. He's like, well, I've not got a big enough pocket. Like, Who are you taking that? Come on, what am I? <laughs> Who a sticker album in their pocket? In it? What Even I half a sticker album still a big pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Stuart Pearce. Oh. Easy peasy, come on. We've got some gimmies in this one. Easy peasy. Come we all got that? Oh, Danny's thinking he's not got it. Oh, Mark and oh fuck it. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it seems like it. Go on, go on, Danny. Then you're so excited. I know. Go I've on. just got it. So, uh, psycho. Yeah, you both got that, Rory. Yeah. Mark, psycho. Correct. It's one of those words that I always spell it, and I'm like, eh? yeah. You have to double check it. Took me a minute. Anyone, anyone who spelled it with an S deserves deserves to lose the mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I always write P H S, and then you're like, no, it's not, you know, physio. Yeah. Right. This one, this one you'll get. Go on, Rory. Uh, Nicholas Anelka. Oh. Just oh well, you can answer in a minute. Let me let, let the penny. <laughs> yeah, 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 hold on. I'm trying to rush him because I think I need. I need oh, I got it. I got it. I need. I need. I need snookers. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like the chase, isn't it? You got. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the now. answer, but I thought I'd scare him. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. I have no idea. I have no idea. No, no you're not. You're not no guess. Oh, oh! Go I can take Robbie. the lead here. What is it? It is Les Les Salk. Les Salk, yeah. Did you get that? that? Yeah, I got that. Prove it. <laughs> Show me your working. <laughs> okay, that'll do. Did we all yeah. get that, or have I, have I gained on? No, something? I don't know. So currently, Mark's leading with six. Danny's second with five. Whoa, well, you've got four, so it's getting close. We've got another yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, we've got another Arsenal player. Oh, don't don't let them know your address, Mark. Jesus. No, I'm joking. Um that was I. Another uh we've got an, an Arsenal legend, Tony Adams. What was his nickname? Oh, he's got two. I'll take both. All right. I'll wait. See, that's how you know you know when you're like, oh, which one? There you go, instant. Yeah. Well, now I've he's written... got fifty percent chance of getting it wrong. But yeah. At no, least... I've written. I've written. Oh, no, if he said, if he look, you've got two here. If you say one that's wrong, the first one, then you're out. I've I've, I've gone for it, but I, I well, I don't want to say it because I want to ask you when you've all got an answer. I'll just. Danny's, Danny's flapping. He's, he's I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose. I think I know this one, but it doesn't feel uh, right. But it's the only thing I can think of. You got it, Mark? No, I'm guessing. So. All right, what's your guess? The wall. The wall. Um, That's a good Rory. guess. Rory. Rory. Yeah. No, actually, or, Danny, or, Danny. I've gone for Mr. Arsenal because I feel like that's what people called him. Rory? Yeah, I've got two. I've got Mr. Arsenal and Donkey because I know Spurs fans used to call him Donkey. But I'd go. With See, Mr. I Arsenal. had I had Donkey written down, but I know that Mr. Arsenal. Yeah, I'm going with Donkey. Bad. I don't. I've never really heard Mr. Arsenal. Fuck <laughs> 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 off. Donkey, donkey's, donkey's the right answer. But Seriously? We'll give so you no, Mr. Arsenal as well. Ah, uh, there's some no. generous game. Go go with the answer. Come on, the first two were both Man United. I always I always called him the wall. <laughs> the wall. <laughs> the wall. <laughs> the wall. <laughs> um. This one you might get, then, Rory. This is you, one of your... I think he's your favourite player of all time. 
Riquelme, Juan Riquelme. Oh. What's his nickname? Ah. Uh, can't believe I'm going to flop this. Yeah, Juan Riquelme. Now we're getting difficult here. Close. Oh, that's just, uh, that is hard because it, that's he's, really hard. He's called so many different things. Yeah, yeah. I've got two here. One of them is weird, though. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know why. Are they real? Uh, I have no idea. I knew it as well. It's annoying. Really? Wow. What was uh I can't think of it though. On. We'll give you a couple more seconds and we're going to have to go. Five seconds. I mean, four, three, two, one. All right. None of you right, got shall that. I, shall, I, shall I answer? Go on then. I've got JR. I've not got JR. You've made that up, haven't you? No, oh. and I've heard him called Maestro before as well. But if you've not got that either, I've not got that either. I, I had something related to Maradona. Uh, oh, no. fuck. I know what it is. Can I answer? Uh, you can, but you might not get it. It's El Diaz. El Diaz? Yeah. Diaz is 10, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, number 10. Yeah. It's well, El Diaz. I, he, he was called the Lazy Wizard. I've never heard that. Or <sighs> El Ultimo 10, the last 10, because he's known as the last, you know what? 10. I was the last 10. Yeah. I would, do you know what? It was only because of the bloody David Silver one. I was like, I know it's wizard, something wizard, but I just... I've literally couldn't. never heard him call that. Look at that. Right, none of you got that. None, none of you got that. Care That's because you're making them up. I'm not. I've got a very good site here called um, Soccer File. Sounds legit. Yeah. Um, last one, right? No, so you got two more, more, you said? No. Oh, I've got two more. You're correct. Yep. Right. What's the score? Six, six, and four. Dan, you got five. six. Monk, you got six. Wolf, you got five. Oh. Uh, oh. Play Game for on. Now, you Even though Rory's good. getting about five guesses a turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still on five. Bit, bit of a, bit of a uh, disadvantage here again. Another Man United <laughs> legend. Here we go. Uh, Massimo Taibi. Ex-Man United played four games for them and they decided he was not good enough. Massimo Taibi. Italy uh, Played a lot in Italy, then went to Man United for four games. Uh, wasn't very good and then got sent back home. He's called something ridiculous. Um, it was something which he, he was called by the press a lot. The, one time, actually. Not a lot, just one time. He's only there for four games. Um, but... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a guess. It has something to do with... Uh, no, with don't... Country of origin. With country of origin? Sorry? Yeah. Um, That's um, part of the name. Where is he from? <laughs> Italy. Oh. All right, I'm just going to guess this. Um, All right, Rory? Because that, that changed ready? my guess. Yeah, hold on. Danny, hold I've on, that changed I've, my guess. Hold I've, on. Got, I've got a guess. Do you remember Taibi? Yeah. Oh. Obviously, the geezer who turned up for three games and just started chucking book goals in his own goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then disappeared. Um, Four games. All right, come on. All right, go on. Okay, go on I've, I've, I'm going to guess. Go on. I've got the Italian flop. I've, yeah, I've gone for... 
I, I had to, I, I'm sure it's supposed to be his eyes. I feel like I, I put Mr. Eyesight, I put Mr. Italian Eyesight, or something to do with his eyes. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Mr. Italian, Italian Eyesight. Well, he said it was to do with Italian. I don't know. Well, you, you had no guess. I'll, I'll guess spaghetti. If you're going with, <laughs> oh if you're going with the that, Italian theme, that is so racist. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> We've got to cancel you right now. I've got to stop this pod instantly. <laughs> oh. uh, what was it? Oh, Dan, so close, mate. Actually, the blind Venetian. No, that's oh. outrageous. You can't be calling someone that. I'd rather be called like spaghetti ants or something. You know what? I, I re- <laughs> the blind Venetian. I remember it being something to do with his eyesight. How like, rude. The that's blind so Venetian. Rude. I'd be fuming. Do I get the points? No, uh, no you don't. No, no. Uh. So, so... Dan and Mark, you've got six points. Rory, you've got five. One last one for the win. Uh, I'm still in shock by the blind Venetian. So the last I one is... We never would have got that. You never, yeah, you never would have got that. That's, no. why I didn't want to, that's why I thought I'd leave it much easier for the last one. So hopefully yeah. one of you get it, one of you don't, because I've not got a tiebreaker. Um, Lionel Messi. Oh, I know what it is. You can still answer. <laughs> Should can I just shout it out? Or do I have to uh, no, because Danny is me and Danny's the the tie break. Or oh, if we both go wrong and you go right, then uh... no, I think I've lost anyway. I feel like he's got oh, so many. Can we? Is it like one of many that we can pick? I don't or have you just got, have you just got one? Well, no, I don't, I know he's got. He's not got loads. Like I feel like he has. I know what it is. Good for you. Can I shout it out so you can put me out of my misery? Well, no, well, no, no. Because I only because it's between me and Danny. Like I don't want you to shout it out, and Danny goes, "Yeah, I knew that." I've no, written but, four. No, but if I tie Sorry? with you, if I've I tie, down it's, four. It's a three-way tie. I'm only going to accept one. Yeah, I'm only going to so accept pick, one. So pick one because I've got the one I know that's on Chris's answer sheet. Have you though? Yeah, I do. Um, go on, Danny. You tell me the one you want to pick out of the four. Oh, which one do I pick? I know because I'm on the sportingfile.com right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not on that one, thankfully. <laughs> uh, on, I I think I mean he's been called it since he was a kid, but he doesn't seem to get called anymore. I'm gonna go with he's gonna say it. I'm gonna go with La Pulga. La Pulga. That's what he used to be called. Mark, what are you going for? The flea. Fuck, that's what I went for. So I've lost either way. That was one of my atomic flea. That was one of my other ones. Atomic. Well, atomic flea. That is. La Polga is. Uh, what language are they speaking? I just hear Spanish. 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 <laughs> it's Spanish. Oh, goodness sake. La Polga is Spanish for the flea, so you're both correct. I should probably even done it. Oh. What did you did you put down? Goat as well. Yeah, I had goat. I had. Flea, I had La Pulga, I had uh, Messi Donna, heard that as well. <laughs> I'm not accepting goat. I mean, everyone's goat. I mean, for goodness sake. Such, such an yeah, overused phrase. Yeah, but he's the actual. He's sometimes he's known as Messi Him Lingard. Or Aguero. This is questionable. <laughs> Messi Lingard. <laughs> Messi Lingard. They've been calling him in recent, in recent weeks. Leo. He's sometimes just known as Leo. Right. Let's go, let's go to sudden death then. Quick one. Jason Park. This is just for Mark and Danny. That's, that's unfair. That's Mark's favourite player. Jason Park, go for it. Put the pressure on. <laughs> uh, you, you know it, Mark. Uh, I feel like, I don't know the nickname. 
Um, which is the Danny? point of this game. <laughs> Jason Park. But I definitely know who Jason Park is. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, ah. I I know I I've got a word, but I feel like it's not his, his nickname, but it's very related to his nickname. I have a feeling. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, you got one, Mark. You got one. I'm in, I'm gonna. I, I'll you know. guess, but I don't want to give you a clue. Like if, uh, if I'm right. close, I don't, I don't think, think it's right. I don't think I've got the right answer. I just, yeah, me either. I put, I put something down because I think it's to do with this. I put the oh, runner. It's something I to do put, with like him running a lot. Yeah, I put lungs. I feel like he was known as like the lungs yeah. or something. Yeah, that's, that's quite good. I put the His runner. nickname is Three Lungs. Mark's the Three Lungs. I knew it was something to do with lungs, but I just couldn't. Yeah. Congratulations. Do you know what? I don't know why this... I just want to do a quick one. I was doing this, um, looking at all these different names... Do you, do you know the English defender Fitzhall? Yeah, his name's one size. <laughs> it's yeah. one size. <laughs> yeah, I knew that one. Why did you uh, drop that one in? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Jabot Silver's one? No, uh, the Invisible Wall. Oh. Best one was Lawrence. Lawrence? Yeah, like Lauren, the right back of the Invisibles. I don't know. What was it? What was he? Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. So Mark's the winner. Way congratulations. That was an epic game that went on for about half an hour. I know that, yeah. that went longer than I thought. So there was just so many that I liked. Um, but interesting. All right. Does that mean we only have front three back four left? Yeah. Really? Uh, 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 I'll go. Yeah. 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 As soon as you don't get to, to play in the game, you can go. To yeah, because I wasn't. Probably I, I, fair. You no, know, I wasn't. Wasn't. Wasn't involved in that really, I guess. So uh, in my back four this week um, is actually not quite a poor one out, but it's more of a uh, thoughts and prayers to someone who's very special to me, DMX. He's uh, currently in um, serious condition in the hospital. We had a heart attack early on this week, and um, anyone that's seen me out in the clubs know that when DMX comes on, you better watch out because elbows be flying. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's, he, uh, do you not know, like you know they always talk about. Um, you know, the best rappers in the 90s and whatever. For me, DMX was like... <laughs> oh, sorry, that sent me. Anyone who's <laughs> seen me out in the clubs, like, there's going to be millions of listeners going, yeah, he's right to be fair. I've seen him out. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I've, got, I've, got, I've got legendary status. We went on many lads' holidays where I was asked to stay on and work throughout the summer because they needed someone to bring in the crowds. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's not even lying. That's true. That's true. You know that, Dan. You know that. You don't want to know why, though. Trust me. He he couldn't pay the bar tab. Yeah. (laughs) And he's terrible at washing up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, it's a shame. uh, For me, he's one. He was always one of my favorite rappers growing up. And just any time his his songs come on, it just it's just one of them things where you get a feeling inside, like legitimately, where you just want to start just just going absolutely insane. but uh, he's only fifty years old as well, so not 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 the oldest person. But I think he's had trouble with with uh, some 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 drug related issues and and stuff like that. He's always had a bit of a troubled life. But I hope he ends up being okay. I'm I'm a big fan, and it'd be a shame to see him go at any point really. But especially especially at a young age as his. So yeah, Paul one not Paul one out. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts thoughts and prayers. Hopefully he'll be in my front three soon. How about that? Uh, in my actual front three is um. Danielle Bregoli. Do you know who that is? No. No? No? No. no. AKA Bad Baby. Does that give you any more clues? Is, is that, that right? the Cash Me Outside? 
It's the Cash Me Outside girl, yes, from Dr. Phil. Why is she in your front three? Because she's in my front three because she went on OnlyFans for the first time last week and in six hours earned $1 million. Outrageous. Wow. So, um, you know, Rory knows a lot about OnlyFans. Um, (laughs) Those that don't know, those that don't know, it's a site where, it's an Essex-based site. For some reason, this oddly came up yesterday. Uh, when Mark was having a chat with us the other day, OnlyFans, an Essex-born um, businessman who made OnlyFans. And basically, it's where girls go, and I think they just show their feet for the most part. Blokes as well, you yeah. know. Blokes show their feet as well, yeah. Yep, if you're into that. All sorts, uh, Yeah, so... How, I don't really get it. How does she earn a million pounds? Do people pay to look at her? You pay to uh, see people's nudes, basically. Yeah. Right. So it's just they, a site that... Yeah, cool. people can't like screenshot or do anything like that. It's just a way of saying, okay, you pay for content. So yeah, so she, some, she it's she, not always nudes, like ain't it? Some people will pay for someone's like just to be in a bikini. Like they'll there's a lot that don't do nudes, like there's a lot of MMA fighters that um have done it, and they just yeah, they just kind of show sort of uh provocative poses, but it's not all nudes, it's not all like yeah, just full on sex. Like she she I, didn't she didn't show anything, she was just on it, and I think she might have been in some um like, I don't know who she is. Gay pictures. Oh, you I just to... don't know why you'd pay when there's an internet full of free crap. porn there, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, there's an internet full of free porn. And people are paying like, people are paying three ninety nine a month. It's a lot yeah, like people, people, that... people, I've bought some terrible craft beers. Like, you know, people just have to spend their Not money. Not quite the them. same thing, I don't think, <laughs> yeah. Mark. What, what, yeah. who, is, who is it? Who is she? Oh, <laughs> she's on she... Dan, Dan, Danielle. Bregoli, B-R-E-G-O-L-I. Danny's just signing up to our OnlyFans right this I, I want to know who it is. I don't even know who it is. It's, it's, not, sure. it's not worth it. She's sure, sure, Dan. On... Sure. I'm You're looking at who she is. Yeah, sure. Really? Sure. Yeah, ah, yeah. I've just seen her. Yeah, really? exactly. Well, Dan, 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 don't be rating her on this pod, please. She's only 18 years old. Calm down. Jesus. It's a family show. It's a family show, Danny. Yeah. All right. All right. Sign up to your OnlyFans later on. Just put your time Oh, wow. She has just turned 18. Yeah, yeah, Mark's interests have been perked. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's like, I'm all convertible. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mark's rule is half your age minus seven, isn't it? No. <laughs> half your age times seven. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, wow. Go on, Mark. You go, you go next. All right. In my back four this week is uh, the human race. Using one of your ones, Chris. Yeah. Um, I don't really know if any, of, any of you have seen in a uh, Wales Wally the Walrus. Yes. So this Who? walrus where's, has got where, a bit lost. Wally? Yeah, where's Wally? He's in Wales, and he's a walrus, <laughs> and he's turned up, and now he, he's he's relaxing down in Wales. He's taking a holiday, although he's not meant to be traveling during COVID period. Honest. But something. The the Welsh uh, local government have had to come out and say tourists are getting too close to him. They're stressing him out. He's getting anxiety and he's it's not he's not doing too well. And uh, the reason it's my health first aider. Yeah, and the reason it's in my back four is because I don't know if any of you saw a couple of weeks ago, poor um, what's uh, Freddie Mercury, the uh, seal that was in the Thames, died. So Freddie the seal had become a bit of like a tourist attraction he was a seal in the thames and someone got too close and let their dog attack it 
Um, oh, wow! Freddie died a week later after a dog attack. So yeah. these dogs, these hope... dogs lately have been attacking everyone. Do you hear the other one? Yeah, and it's just bad owners. A lot of people got dogs over lockdown, but they have no idea how to train them. Yeah, but, exactly. like, how's your training going, Rory? <laughs> you're not. Wasn't your dog, was it? No, no, my dog couldn't hurt a flyer. But also, she's been asleep next to me for the whole duration of this podcast. So it says a lot about how interesting we are. Yeah, like most of our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Front, front three. I'll finish most of our listeners high. be pissing on your leg too. <laughs> <laughs> if you let them. Yeah. Put that on OnlyFans only fans as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll charge them on OnlyFans. They all on. talk. They all yeah. talk OnlyFans. <laughs> maybe which one you want to piss on. <laughs> the guy's local. Maybe we'll get discount as well. <laughs> So front three this week, uh, a new trailer came out last week for Space Jam 2. So I'm sure I did that two, three weeks ago. Yeah, you, I think you yeah. did the announce, not the trailer. The trailer came out this week with the story. And um, yeah, Chris, it, it being an Easter weekend, they actually put quite a lot of Easter eggs in it. So if you don't know what I mean by Easter eggs, it's when they put little nuggets for things of other fan, fans of stuff will spot. So they, they had loads, a, didn't they? Yeah, there's loads. I'm not going to go through them all, but I just saw um, Agent Smith from The Matrix was in the crowd, and I thought, oh, that's quite a good one. And they had, uh, I think, maybe Pennywise was in there. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good, like, it's a trailer which uh, there's quite a lot going on in the background. I the think story like, every, stuff, every, every, every kind of Warner Brothers owned movies, there's people in there. Yeah, it's it's quite quite a good little trailer for that. I'm, I'm not jury's out on how the film will actually be, but it'll be bad, but we still got to see it. Yeah, yeah, we got to remember it's not for us either, like it's for the kids who never had Space Jam because they're too young. This is their one, so and yeah, I wonder <laughs> if they'll start using this in the conversation. Who's better, MJ or LeBron? <laughs> based on yeah. Space Jam. yeah, all right, who's next, Danny Boy? Um, funny enough, mine links very nicely. My front three also involves LeBron James. It is LeBron James in my front three, but it's nothing to do with Space Jam. Um, I don't know if you saw the news last week, but LeBron James is now the rightful owner, part owner of Liverpool Football Club. Hasn't he always uh, been involved, though? Uh, no, so he is officially the first African-American still playing athlete to own multiple sports clubs now. So um, Redbird Capital this week, they bought, I think it was $750 million. They bought Fenway Sports Group. Or born into Fenway Sports Group, who they obviously own Liverpool, and they own the um, Boston Celtics as well. Yeah, and um, Boston Red, the Red Sox. The Boston Sorry, Red Sox. Red Sox. Um, which and uh, LeBron has sold his shares in one, and he's bought shares now in the controlling group. So now owns voting rights and shares in both, effectively Liverpool and the Red Sox. Uh, so actually, he's on the board and gets to make decisions about what happens to those clubs. Um, but fair play to him. Um, we know we don't like Liverpool on this pod, so um, big fan of any uh, non non UK basket non football person running the club. Yeah, I love non football people running football clubs. Yeah, only ever does well. Something, exactly. Something to actually take note and be aware of is that LeBron James is is pretty notorious, and he started a lot of what is garnering players from other teams to join himself. And I would not be surprised if he gets. All of these night football athletes all over the world. You, you, you're going to see Pogba's, and I know Pogba's Adidas, isn't he? 
Yeah. But like you're gonna see like players of that stature. Who name was Ronaldo? They want to be associated with a LeBron James, and he probably chat to him and want to get them over. So you know, you see some of these players going to to Liverpool. I, I won't be surprised now. Maybe I mean it could be an amazing move. I mean, obviously, there's now there'll be people in red the Red Sox. They'll all be wearing Liverpool tops. They'll be encouraging them to do that. Not so sure it's going to be the same the other way around, but. Um, yes, it, I think it is probably good news for Liverpool, but also I just like the fact, fair play to LeBron, still, you know, still an athlete, first American, African-American to do it, and he's now in multiple sports clubs, so he's, he's building an empire. Foreign, these bloody foreign investors can't stand it. <laughs> yeah, he's building an empire, so fair play to him, and he's, film, and he's filmed Space Jam, so, you know, man's got time. Um, in my back really four this week, uh, in my back four this week are Cadiz, uh, for those who don't watch the Spanish league, that is a lowly, pretty poor Spanish team. I don't know if you I saw yesterday. Well, I don't know if you saw the. Did you see the the Cadiz Valencia situation yesterday? Yeah, Dia Carbi, wasn't it? Yeah, so Dia Carbi, who plays for uh, Valencia, was um, racially abused on the pitch by one of the other players so badly that he went absolutely off on one, like absolutely went nuts, running after him. They were let to stop, and it, he, or he, and all the Valencia players walked off the pitch. Because the ref and no one was doing anything about it, they were complaining. He got the Akabi got yellow carded for complaining about it. So they all walked off the pitch and they said they refused to play. Um, but the reason Cadiz and actually my back for probably more the Spanish FA because apparently what happened was in the changing rooms, the refs came in and basically said, "You have to come out and play, or you're not just going to lose this game. You're going to forfeit future games as well. You're going to lose loads of points." Obviously, Valencia are trying to fight for Europe. Um, well, not trying to fight for their safety actually. Uh, and so they had, they were forced to go back out and finish the match, um, in spite of what happened, which I just think is uh, is not very sporting. I think they should have walked off, called the game off, and Cadiz uh, should have lost, and they should learn their lesson. Uh, and Cadiz came out with a statement about an hour or two later, basically saying our players aren't racist. We're like we support anti-racism. There's no way any of our players have done it. They've done a, they've done a Liverpool and Suarez. Well, that's the the dilemma. Is I, I I didn't see the incident, but. The one thing I'd say is footballers are not known for their honesty. So if the rule was end of the game guaranteed win, it wouldn't like I would not trust footballers to be the, the, the judges of the of that. I could imagine a Neymar or someone cheating. So what it like it is it was it a one hundred percent like is there like are they sure? Well apparently there's video evidence, plus he was like so there should be, yeah, there should be. I know. I do think sometimes you can tell reactions. It's like when a footballer doesn't act like they're injured and they're actually down. Yeah, like, oh, no, well, you can really tell. Just, like there is, like, I think you can you tell. tell reactions, but, yeah, but yeah, I do like as you said. There should be rules. It should be like okay, the game's abandoned, and then an investigation or something. It should like you. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Anyway, that, that's why um, Cadiz and the Spanish FA all in my back four this week. Ooh, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the aftermath. This, this stuff moves so quickly, like, yeah, it's so hard to know. Um, go on, while we finish this off, yeah, can I just say that for updates on the kiddies' uh developments, stay tuned and Thank give you. us a follow on at all talk FC because oh. we will be tweeting updates throughout the week of what happens and if the Spanish FA do anything. I'm, um, I'm just texting Dear Carby now, I'll see what he says, yeah, yeah, see what he says. Our sources on the ground say that Dear Carby's fuming. Um, so, in my back four this week, I've got Mino Raiola. Um, for those of you that don't know, 
he's the the a super agent as they're now called and he's got Delit and he's got Pogba and he's also got Holland. Um, any others that you can think of, Danny? Uh, tons. Yeah. Like, tons like, of them. Half, half, of the, half of the final and Ajax team. Half the final and Ajax team. Um, loads of like the top level players in the world. I've got a feeling he might have Griezmann as well. Um, anyway, he's come out uh, this week and said that uh, Erling Braut Holland has visited Barcelona, who's supposedly a skint as well, and that uh, in order for a uh, for for him to sign him, he wants um, he wants twenty million euros for himself, twenty million euros for Holland's dad, who can't be short of a few quid himself because he was a professional footballer, forty million euros a year for Holland, and plus a transfer fee. Um, he's basically selling his player to the highest bidder with not really much concern for his career. Now, I think Holland will be great anyway. He's a class player. But to be that openly greedy just really winds me up. And so that's kind why of... he went to Dortmund in the first place. So Dortmund, that he can be... Well, it was uh, it was Dortmund were the only ones who put... He gets part of the sell-on fee Yeah, Dortmund sell. So he's already got in the contract. He's already got it in the contract that he's got going to get part of the fee. But also now... He's he's talking about payments to his dad, payments to an agent. I just think that it sums up where we are with, with football at the minute. Like greed. Like and don't get me wrong, Raiola is a is a greedy prick for want of a better expression in the first place. But if we're getting to the stage where we're having to pay fees to players' parents, as well as agent fees, as well as God knows how many other fees, football's gonna collapse on itself eventually. Well, Barcelona do that a few years ago. Yeah, also, you say that, I guarantee you, every single, back in the day, even 20, 30 years ago, when Alex Ferguson wanted to sign a player, you don't think he was buying a, a house for that guy, the player's parents down the yeah, road? There's, there's buying a house, but then there's, there's, there's bungs of 20, 30 million well, quid. Surely that's not sustainable. Yeah, it's a bit more now, but the, yeah, the concept just, is the same thing. I just think that there's a lot difference between, I mean, it used to happen when, when we were kids, if a player was good, even at 9, 10, 11, 12, Tottenham would buy him a bike or Arsenal would buy him a PlayStation yeah. 2. You know, yeah. just to, to, like because especially in the area I grew up that was sort of in between Arsenal, Tottenham and West Ham, they, they were all fighting for the best players. But I think there's a di- bit of a difference for, I don't know, buying someone's little sister a pony to get their brother to sign and, and bunging 20, 30 million quid for a club that's supposedly skint. And I just think it doesn't bode well for football that... that these clubs that have supposedly got no money are just hemorrhaging money left, right and centre and they're just being exploited by people like Raiola because this will become the norm now. If you want to sign one of his players, it will include a 20 million fee to him and I just don't see it as being sustainable long term. Well, let, let me ask you this. Messi is on 71 million euros a year well, exactly. and they're about to lose Messi next uh, year. Yeah. So there's and, 71 million euros a year they've got. But they're, they're also, they're meant to be a billion, a billion euros in debt. Well, as yeah. well, so once Messi goes, how do they then become like a self-sustainable model? And also, I'm not sure I have a problem with Messi being the highest-paid player in the world, but it's when you no, look I'm at their like, finances. Yeah. they're about to they're about to get what, that back on their balance sheet. What I was going to say is, you, you've got Usman Dembele on 350 grand a week. You've yeah, got, that's a problem. You've got Jordi Alba on 400 grand a week. This is the point. If they they just need to get rid of two or three of them, and they've got more than enough to pay for Holland. Yeah, unless and depending on what they're doing right now. I mean, yeah. I'm not an accountant, but. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, can I change my back for to Rory's pronunciation? I, I, it took me like halfway through his, 
his diatribe to know who he was talking about. Is it? What, Holland? Holland. Holland. Wow. Apparently, Holland. that is how you say it because he's you got the Holland. I went to uni with Norwegians. Oh, it's Holland. Is it? Oh, right. I don't know. I've made that up. Any Norwegian listeners, feel free to uh, feel free to drop in. Anyway, my front, my front three today is the NFL. They've added a 17th game. Um, I'm absolutely buzzing about that. Um, the players aren't. The players aren't. No, they're not. But it means there's an extra week of NFL football. Um, so it's gone from being a 17-week season to an 18-week season. No. Um, yes. To 17. No, because every team gets a bye week. So the season used to last oh. 17 weeks and now lasts 18 weeks. Um, so, yeah, look forward to the Minnesota Vikings going 9-8 and eight rather than 8-8 eight and eight next season. Well, the funny <laughs> thing is there's going to be so many records broken because yeah. it's going to be like the first time ever someone's got Someone's going. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, it makes me wonder how. I mean, the, the benchmark for for receiving yards, for example, is always around a yeah. thousand. And right, it's going to be beat. It's all going to be beat. rushing yards. The benchmark for an elite running back is around a thousand yards. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to get more players going for fifteen hundred, two thousand yards, which then is going to, yeah. you know, mess up all of these goat debates and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's going to have to be adjusted to uh, to like yards per carry and yards per reception. But yeah, for those of us that love the NFL, which I do, I mean, most days I love it more than football. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. How, how do you just add in a fixture then? So do you not end. play everyone equally. No, every no. team doesn't. Every team doesn't play every team. So they've just added. Then in it's not. That's a load of shit. Then, isn't it? There's too <laughs> many teams. <laughs> there's so many teams. Well, it's not even that there's so many teams. Like I was going to say, you're going to say there's so many records broken. By all accounts, there's going to be a lot of bodies broken too because the NFL season it's very hard to sustain any kind of uh, 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 physical health with that many okay. games, and adding an extra yeah. game is going to be tough. But they've taken away a preseason game. Oh yeah, because that's because all the star players playing for the season. Well, I don't know. I I, I think it's they've done it. It's a strange thing to do, really. It's more money. money. It's more money. Yeah. It's just the same more thing. The Europa Conference League. It's like why we're just generating more TV money. Yeah, I mean what they what they what they could have done is they could have moved the the college league a bit later. So without adding in an NFL uh, game, they could have had the college football season say starting in January, finishing in April or May. And then that way you wouldn't have got... Um, NFL don't, don't earn any finances off of that. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is that people moan there's not enough American football on TV. Do they? Americans, Rory, yeah. Rory does. I do. Yeah, and yeah. me. And me. Me and Americans. Always the complaint is that, you know, it starts in September and it's done by January. February this year, the, the Super Bowl fell in. Um, and if they wanted a few more weeks of competitive sport, they could have moved the college season back and had it going on until April, May. And then that way you'd actually only get four months without it. Because it's not like football where we get, you know, you get about 48 weeks of football a year and sometimes it is a bit saturated. It's like the fact that the season's so short makes it more exciting for me. So, yeah, the extra week I'm more buzzing because it will mean that the first week where there's there's no NFL on Sunday will be a little bit later next year in 2022. Oh, well, if we start moving our pod to a Sunday, it's going to be a real issue. But we'll deal with that when it comes. Right. Nice way to drop that in. Yeah, very good. Um, so that I think that was a tight one hour. Very good by all of us. No, nothing. Oh, good. No, I'm sure you don't want to talk more about anything else. No? 
<laughs> well, we've only done an just, hour. Just got... before we wrap up, Danny, I'm on. I'm catching you. I'll make the auto sub before the next game week. Ah, lovely. Oh, fantasy football. Oh, I haven't even looked at fantasy football this week. Ah, uh, excuses. Right, that is going to be fantasy football. Uh, and we're going to see you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye.